Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Five More Minutes with Pastor Tim. My name is Adam Etris, and today I get the honor, the joy, the gratitude of sitting down with Pastor Tim and picking his brain for five minutes, give or take, about the series we just wrapped up called Face to Face. Hello, Tim. Well, hello, Adam. As soon as I stop laughing here with your introduction, here we can maybe really get into this. You <laughs> no, know? it's but, good. It's good. Uh, right. I mean, it's been uh, nine weeks since our last five more minutes. Yes. That's how long this, this series a, took. One of the longest series we've ever done. Yeah. And we usually do that around summertime. Usually we have a summer series that lasts, you know, the couple of months of summer. Right. But this one was a decent amount of uh, of weeks, but I thought it was a really good series. Uh, why don't you give us just a quick recap of kind of the overarching theme of the series, what you talked about each week. Yeah, this series was about uh, the encounters that Jesus had with various people in the Gospel of John. So really, we kind of went through half of the entire Gospel. Yeah. And what we'd like to do in the summer is each uh, message is like a standalone Right. And yet they're tied together thematically, and so that's what we did. So the first week of the series, we talked about how Jesus met John the Baptist, mm-hmm. and how uh, John the Baptist was one who identified him as both the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, but also the Lord of all. Right. And then we talked about how Jesus met these disciples who were really ordinary people, mm-hmm. and that God had extraordinary plans for them, and I think God does the same with us as well. Then the third week we talked about Nicodemus. You know, Nicodemus was like a good guy, what we'd think about right. as being kind of a good guy. And yet he needed to be born again, yeah. born anew. And then we talked about the Samaritan woman and and how Jesus was there to meet her need um, and the difficulty that she faced in her life. But right. she came back with new life through Christ. The next week, we talked about Jesus in the crowd and how oftentimes I think people live for the things of this world instead of finding a spiritual nourishment right. at, at the table of Jesus. Yeah. And then I did a, a talk on Jesus' own family, and one of the interesting things to me about that particular talk is that as I studied Jesus' encounters with his own family, almost all of them were negative. You know, it's his crazy. Own, yeah, his own brothers did not believe in him. And Jesus was on a course, and many times along the way, they tried to stop him from doing what the Father was leading him to do, which is a very sobering How thought. dare they? Yeah, know? I'm telling you. <laughs> How dare they? <laughs> and then uh, we talked about the woman who was caught in adultery, and I, I really encouraged us not to be focusing on the faults of other people, right. but our own faults. And then we talked about this man who was born blind, and what was interesting about that story, at least in my own study, is that it was much more a story about the religious leaders being blind right. than the guy that was physically blind. And, of course, there's different kinds of blindness yep. that are at work there. And then the last week of the series, I talked about the story of Lazarus and how Jesus came to strip death of its power over everything. This right. is a miracle that's a lot bigger than just raising someone from the dead. This is a miracle that shows Jesus' authority over everything. The fact that all of these encounters were in the book of John is pretty amazing. I mean, he he encountered a lot of people in a lot of situations. But going through the series, was there like one uh, talk that you that just kind of maybe you saw things a little different than than maybe in the past reading through these stories? Well, actually, there were two of them that um, impacted me in terms of my own study. One of them was uh, Jesus's family. Mm -hmm. I just, I guess I was surprised that as I looked at every encounter that he had with family members, 
yeah. that um, there was a lot of opposition that, that he faced. Right. And, and to me, that's a picture of what I think we can expect in this world when we're living out our faith, yeah. you know. But then the Lazarus uh, story to me was significant because I realized in preparing for that that this is really talking about something so much bigger than just one man being raised from the dead. This right. is showing Jesus' dismantling of the curse of death that came up upon all of creation yeah. and a picture of then the future when everything's going to be made brand new. We were talking about this in our home group last night, actually, just the, that idea of being there when it happens. You know, you, you read these stories, and it's like the 3,000-foot view of it, right? You're just kind of here reading a story, right, right. and sometimes you forget to put yourself in that story. And yep. and I think you did that really well with, with this Lazarus um, talk this past Sunday about just kind of like, what would you do in that situation? Because there are people that still had a hard time believing what just happened, which is just mind-boggling to me. But I put myself in their shoes, and I'm there, and I see this. Would I be the one that believed what just happened, or would I be the one that still skeptical and I'm nervous that I would be the one that's still skeptical. And that just kind of opened my eyes a little bit to, to just that whole story, which I thought was awesome. Yeah. I think we need to, uh, when we read the stories from the Bible, I think we tend to identify with the hero, right? We tend to criticize the crowd and all these others that oppose Jesus and whatever else, but we don't stop to think if I were there, what I've done the same thing. Right. You know, I look at the Israelites complaining in the wilderness, and I think, you're, you know, you're just a bunch of big babies. I mean, that's what comes to my mind about them. And then I realize, yeah, but if I were with them and suffering and there wasn't water, would I, would I have complained as well? And right. I have to admit, I probably would have, and therefore I can get a greater lesson if I see myself from that perspective and yeah. not from the perspective of the hero of the story. Yeah. Very good. Awesome series. If you miss any of Face to Face, we encourage you to find it on our website, our app, Facebook, YouTube, or right here on the Ridge Weekly Podcast. This week, we're kicking off a short two-week series called The Art of Neighboring, and our pastor of ministries, Josh Rose, will be teaching uh, for those two weeks. But could you give just a quick idea of what the series is going to cover? Yeah, we're, we're commanded to love our neighbor as ourselves. Mm-hmm. And uh, Josh is going to be talking about, first of all, the question of who is our neighbor, but second, to get us to begin thinking differently about even those in our physical neighborhood. Right. And to realize that, that we could really love well those in our neighborhood and have a, a great spiritual impact on them as well. Very good. And I realize this is more like a seven more minutes with Pastor Tim this this time. But you know what? It was a good series. It was a nine-week series, okay? So it takes it's us a little to longer, longer to get through yeah. it. But we hope that you can join us for The Art of Neighboring starting this Sunday, August 7th. That's it for this edition of five to seven more minutes from Pastor Tim. Thank you so much, Tim. It was lovely talking to you. you. We will see all of you after this next series. Bye.